we all want to be the best fathers we can be, right? I mean, that's why you clicked on this episode because that's what you're here for, dad, is to find more insights and be better at what you're doing. So kudos to you for that. And today's episode will definitely help you with that. Today's episode is like a secret weapon that will take your father-child relationship to that next level. Imagine understanding exactly how your child feels loved and cherished. Now, that may seem like it shouldn't be hard, or it may seem like a foregone conclusion between a father and child, but it's actually not. Get ready to unlock the code to your kid's heart as we dive into the world of the five love languages. Stick around, because in just a few minutes, you'll be armed with tools to make your bond with your children unbreakable. Let's get into it. Here's the million-dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential, grow into the men we dream of being, while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? Well, that's the big question. In this podcast, we'll help you answer those questions and more. My name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man. A big shout out to Fallible Nation. That's our private community, and there's uh, instructions or there's links if you're interested in joining that community down in the description of the show. A warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Hey, thanks for giving us a shot. I appreciate it. I know your time's important, so I promise you're going to get something out of this. My name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man. Today, we're diving into a topic that's bound to make a profound impact on your relationship with your kids, learning and applying the five love languages. Whether you're parenting a toddler or navigating the tricky teenage years, understanding and speaking your child's love language can transform your father-child bond from good to extraordinary. Grab a coffee or an energy drink. Let's lean in to the five love languages and let's dive into it. All right, so let's start at the beginning. Love languages 101. What are we talking about? So what are these mysterious love languages? Well, Dr. Gary Chapman's groundbreaking concept suggests that people primarily express and receive love in five distinct ways. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. This also applies to children. Now, Gary Chapman wrote a book called the five love languages. It's an international bestseller. He took years of research and made it very understand understandable. And if you haven't read the book, I highly, highly recommend that you invest in that and get yourself a copy of the five love languages. It changed my life. Not only did it improve my relationship with my spouse and with my kids later on, but also actually improved my life with a lot of my friends and even my coworkers. So I highly recommend the book, but we're going to apply it to your kids today. So the first step to mastering love languages with your children is to identify their dominant love languages. They're not necessarily the same as yours. So before we even step into that, I really recommend that you identify your two primary love languages. Most people have all five, okay? Two of them are going to be your dominant love languages. For me, receiving gifts and words of affirmation are the bottom end. Like they have the least impact in my life. Knowing that helps me, but knowing that about my spouse, my spouse, words of affirmation are very important to her. 
And so I have to adapt my love language. Your child does not definitively automatically have the same love language as you or your spouse. It's totally on their own. So don't assume you are speaking the same language. Once you know what your love languages are, you need to identify their dominant love languages. Think about what makes their eyes really light up. What activities do they love doing or how do they respond when you show them affection? This can give you a really big clue about what their preferred love language is. Now, now that you have kind of thought about it and you may have to like pause the show, think about this a little while, write it down. They're words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gift, gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Once you figure that out, okay, like I said, you may have had to pause the show or you may need to pause the show and come back. It's time to put it into action. So we're going to explore each of the five love languages very quickly and how you can apply them to your children. So number one, words of affirmation, learn how to communicate your love and appreciation verbally. Leave them little notes, love and notes are actually words of affirmation. You don't have to speak them actually, okay? Offer genuine compliments, encourage them regularly. Words of affirmation kids are those kids that shine when you praise them verbally or when you leave that note in their lunch or when you brag about them and they hear it, right? when you're cheering them on, when you're telling them how great they are, these are words of affirmation, kids. Acts of service. Actions speak louder than words, right? Help your child with chores. Cook their favorite meal. Assist with their homework. Perform these acts to show them that you care. These are the young people that experience a deep, profound gratitude when they receive help, when someone takes part of the burden off, when someone does something just kind for them that eases their burden or makes their life simpler. A lot of guys identify with this acts of service as a love language. Number three, receiving gifts. It's not about cost with the gifts. Let me be clear with that. But the thought behind it, these are the people that just light up when you surprise them with something might be a flower, it might be a note, it might be a card, it might be an actual gift, right? And it doesn't have to be big. Surprise your child with thoughtful gifts, something that you know will really light them up. Maybe something they've been wanting or something that reflects their interest that not only conveys that you know what they're interested in, that you're actually paying attention to it and really diligently paying attention to it, by helping them in that. Okay, receiving gifts like that are huge for the gift receivers. Now, understand that a lot of people, the inverse of these things are how they express love too. And that's something we'll get back to. Quality time. This one is all about undivided attention. One of my daughters shines really big in this. She loves her quality time with me. Uh, my oldest daughter, Abby, loves quality time. We go fishing. We go hiking. She gets to sit close to me while we're watching a movie or something. Quality time is really huge for her. Set time aside to engage in activities with these kids. Have heart-to-heart -heart conversations and create lasting memories. 
these are the kids that the way they understand love is you making them a priority, you making them a priority in your schedule, in your daily chores and whatever you need to do. And then physical touch, physical affection is powerful. Hugs, high fives, pat on the back, tickling within reason, right? These are all actually affectionate. I don't tickle my kids because I want to torture them. I tickle my kids because they laugh and giggle and think it's so much fun to play. And that interaction, even the tickling, I know, right? No one likes to be tickled. Actually, that's quality time and physical touch combined. And it's a killer combination for some kids. Uh, my youngest, like she thrives on this. She goes out of her way to get tickled because I'm focused on her and I'm physically touching her and we're laughing and playing and it's a great moment. Understand that for these kids, once you understand what their love language is for receiving love, this is also the way that they're going to show love to you and to other people, right? So like for me, this is why I mentioned my wife, she's big in words of affirmation where it's like the bottom one for me because she tries to encourage me verbally by default because that's one of the things that encourages her. I have to go out of my way to try and encourage her verbally or words of affirmation. You're gonna have the same thing with your kids. So how do, if you're struggling still with how your kids receive love, how do they express love? Do they, they, do they want to be connected with you, holding your hand, sitting on your lap, coming with you all the time? Well, that's probably some quality time as physical touch. Are they constantly making little gifts for you? Are they doing things around the house to help out without you asking, right? So look at the way they're expressing love because that's also the way that they experience love a lot of times and that will help you figure that out. Now, remember love languages aren't set in stone. Your child's preferences and primary love languages actually might evolve as they grow. What was their primary love language at a younger age will not necessarily stay. It might, but it might not stay as they become that tricky teenage years. So you may have to reevaluate. You may have it down really pat as they're younger, but remember you may have to adjust and scale as they become a teenager, teenager or a preteen or whatever that can change. Applying the five love languages with your children isn't just about making them feel loved. It's also about building a stronger bond. As you constantly express love in their preferred language, you're teaching them how to communicate their feelings effectively and fostering a sense of security that will positively impact your relationship with them throughout the rest of their life. Guys, learning to speak your child's love language, next level parenting, I guarantee it. If you can't isolate your kids' love languages and you don't know what yours are, you really need to lock those down because it will change your relationship forever. And there you have it, dads. Mastering the five love languages with your children isn't just about becoming a better father. It's about creating lifelong bonds filled with love and understanding. Remember, it's a journey, not a destination. So let's put our newfound knowledge into action and create beautiful memories with our children. Now it is Friday, so I want to read a uh, listener review. I do appreciate you guys doing this. 
this helps us get in front of more people. And so I'm always so grateful when you guys take the time out of your day to do something like this for us. So thank you. Web3 for Freedom writes, five-star review, better men made every day. This podcast has been a blessing. There's a lot of valuable advice on being a better person to yourself as a whole. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you for taking the time to actually post the review. Like I said, they do amazing things for our podcast and help us reach more men like yourself. Guys, thanks for tuning in today to the Fallible Man Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, stay connected with us on social media for updates at the Fallible Man, pretty much everywhere you want to be. And remember, every effort you put into understanding your child is a step towards becoming the best dad you can be. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today, and we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.